Hey everybody, welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your therapeutic coach. Thank you guys for your continual support. Thank you for downloading and sharing the podcast. Yes. Thank you for checking me out at IamReneeRoberts.com. There you are all booking your consultations and you guys are getting on some healing journeys and that excites me so much. And if you are not following me on Facebook and Instagram, don't forget to check me out at I am Renee Roberts. And don't forget, make sure you join the Coach My World Podcast Fam Facebook group, which is for your discussions of the podcast, the episodes, for your uh, to give me new ideas and topics. I am very open to it. And you will also every Friday find the podcast in this group. And of course, my ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery, healing, and forward progress for your life. So let's get our lives moving forward, fam. What is up? I know the last time I spoke or, or shared the episode, I was telling you guys how this PhD program, my God, tonight, today, I am recording this at night because I've had so much work to do. So in addition to working full time, I don't think people know, like I work full time as a therapeutic coach, life coach. So I have clients every single day and um, schoolwork as well. The schooling doesn't stop. So I'm a full time worker and student. And listen, y'all, y'all just pray for me. Um, blow some sage, burn some sage for me. I mean, whatever your ritual is to get a blessing on a person, like I need it. Okay. Uh, it is really getting rough and strenuous, but I don't have a quitting mentality. So I'm going to keep pressing, going to keep breaking the ceiling on this and just doing what I need to do to get done. I was just telling my therapist like, oh my God, I just don't know. And she just kept encouraging me to let me know that, you know, you're going to be okay. You'll get through this. Uh, so that's where my life is right here. And in the midst of all of that, I started in one of my meditative states this week, just thinking about how often we forsake pursuing our personal happiness by just too frequently trying to make sure that everybody else is happy with our choices or happy with our happy, happy selections. You know what I'm saying? And, um, as I was thinking about that, I started thinking about even my choice to go back to school, the things I love to do as far as my therapeutic coaching. You know, those are the things that make me happy. Those are part of my happiness journey. And you know what? Some people just didn't think maybe it was the right time to do that or was I sure that's what I wanted to do? And some just feel like, okay, sis, that's you. That's not my journey of happiness, and that's okay. But I want you to consider this. A life void happiness is so miserable. It is stressful, and it is a very, very lonely place. I got to a place in my life that I just did not want to be miserable. I didn't want to be stressed out, and I didn't want to be lonely anymore. You do realize that you could be amongst a whole lot of people and still lonely, right? So who wants to live like that? Who wants to live in that type of deficit just for the rest of their lives or or just indefinitely. I know I don't. I want you to understand that happiness 
is a cultivated state of mind, okay? So we don't have to live that way. We just have to start cultivating our minds to be filled with contentment, cultivating our minds to be just filled with delight and being pleased and just a mind that is glad. It's a mind that has a state of well-being and living a good life. So those are the types of things we got to learn how to cultivate our minds, the states of our minds with, so that we can start living a full life. Did you know that self-discovery reveals self-happiness? Check that out. This is why it's so important for you to just continuously maintain your journey of self-discovery. We never outgrow discovering ourselves. I don't care what age you are. Never stop growing. Never stop evolving by just getting to know yourself more. Some of us don't know ourselves enough. The discoveries that you're going to make, I promise you, they will fuel and fill your life in so many ways. But you can't stop discovering. You can't stop the journey. All right. What you can stop, though, (laughs) is just stop depending on people for happiness. Come on. Find out what makes you happy. That's with or without others. You don't need other people to make you happy. And and, and before I, you know, before I get any to the end of this this brief episode, and this is why my episodes have been kind of brief, guys. You know, it's just I have so much going on, but I still always have something to share with you. I do have quite a few avid listeners and um, they look forward to these podcasts. So it's important for me to make sure I'm doing that because that makes me happy. Right. But before I before I wrap it all up, allow me to just trigger your critical thinking just with some a few questions, questions. I want you to think about them. Okay. Number one, why do we walk around afraid to just be our authentic selves? Why? I'm asking that because doing what makes you happy has been unfairly stained by what others see as selfish. So I can't really be authentic because to be authentic may be termed or viewed as me being selfish. But what? kind of world would you have? Can you imagine yourself in a world where if you just did what makes you happy, uh, just allow, that, that allowed you to just be your authentic self, right? Who cares how people see it? You got to do what's good for you and in doing what's good for you makes you best for others. All right, second question. What makes us crave acceptance at the expense of neglecting our own desires or our own happiness. You know, it is such a falsity to believe that sacrifice is to deny self-fulfillment. That is a bunch of crocodoodle, right? It is unhealthy to always be sacrificing. I don't care. I don't care what you believe, what, how you interpret your Bible and all this kind of stuff. It is not healthy to always be sacrificing, all right? Sometimes you have to just stop the sacrificial works and stop neglecting yourself and start fulfilling some of your own desires and your own happiness. That does not make you selfish. That makes you now self-aware 
and it makes you, uh, it empowers you to do what you need to do to become the happier version of yourself. I, I know, I know it's controversial. It's okay, guys. We're going to make it. And when I say your Bible, it's not that I don't believe in the Bible. For all of you that, you know, analyze what I'm saying, I'm just saying your Bible because some of us have a different version of the Bible that, you know, I don't know what we're interpreting and believing, but I'm going to just leave that right there. Just want to bring some clarity when I said that. All right. Number three, third question. What makes us distance ourselves in the name of independence? Think about it. You may want to put these in first person. What makes you what makes me distance myself in the name of independence? You know, interdependence should be the goal in our lives. That means that there's a reciprocity of dependency between me and those that are you know that I connect with or those that I'm in relationship with. It's a give and a take. It's not an abandonment of all of my desires. But it's def- definitely a fair exchange, all right? So we have to think about that what makes us distance ourselves from the things that we enjoy, from the things that we desire, from the things we love, from the things that makes us happy in the name of independence. All right, number four, fourth and last question. Why do we use norms to simulate happiness in our own lives? <laughs> The norms, norms of society, norms of the culture, norms of what you've been taught to do or norms of what you've observed. Uh, Why do we use those norms to simulate happiness in our own lives? I'll give you a good example. I was speaking with one of my clients and, you know, their desire is to be married. And, you know, I think marriage is a beautiful thing. Um, it It is something that is definitely... Um, valuable and and um, giving and it's full when it's healthy, right? But they were speaking from a cultural aspect, whereas everybody should get married, the women should get married. Um, you know, I it's it's been you know spoken over me. I'm, I'm going to be married, and I see myself married, and that's all good, but. Unfortunately, when it's not something that is that has been cultivated and birthed out of health, it literally can create this simulation of happiness because a lot of people feel like because if I get married, I'm going to be happy. It's going to make me happy. Trust, marriage is not what makes you happy. You have to go into marriage happy. You have to be happy. <laughs> it's not going to make you happy, guys. Things don't make us happy. Remember, it is a state of mind. And happiness is unique and subject to your own individual experiences. So it can't be defined by norms like marriage. And it can't be defined by things like cars and houses. It can't be defined by people. It can only be defined by your state of mind. So that is the thing we have to start focusing on. Stop simulating things and let's start being authentic so we can just experience the real of what happiness really is for our lives. And now that I'm thinking about it, maybe some people are just not too sure of what happiness actually looks like because of these same norms that I've just shared. Sometimes these norms blocks us out from really understanding and knowing 
what happiness looks like. So here are a few things I researched. These are not my items, but um, I thought they were really good items to share with you. And they were signs of a happy person. And I'm just going to run through the list. I won't elaborate on them. But uh, they started off with uh, the signs of a happy person. A happy person is open to learning new things. A happy person is high in humility and patience, smiles and laughs readily, goes with the flow, <laughs> practices compassion, is often grateful. And I would like to kind of modify that and say is most times grateful. Um, exercises self-care. A happy person enjoys healthy relationships and is happy for other people. Gives and receives without torment, without being stressed out, y'all. Lives with meaning and with purpose. Does not feel entitled and has fewer expectations. A happy person is not spiteful or insulting. Does not hold grudges. Hello, does not hold grudges. Does not hold grudges. Does not hold grudges. A happy person does not register small annoyances. I love that one because, okay, I said I wasn't going to elaborate. Never mind. A happy person does not um, pity over yesterday's and tomorrow. Uh, doesn't worry or, or be, get, be, get, be, gets anxious, I'm sorry, about yesterday or tomorrow. A uh, happy person does not play games. <laughs> you, you, my, my friend says, you think it's a game? No. A happy person does not play games. A happy person is not a martyr or a victim. And a happy person is not stingy with their happiness. Ah, I thought that was a beautiful list. Now, there you have it. Now you can start living for you in addition to everybody else that you're trying to live for. I am in no way telling you to neglect the individuals and the relationships that you have. I am saying, though. You need to start living for you in addition to all of those others that you are living for. So here are three actions I'm going to give you, three action steps I want you to just implement um, within the next week. And they, they're very simple, okay? They're all C's, the three C's. That's what we're going to call it. You're going to create, change, and connect. Create experiences from your desires, not others. Can we work on that? Start creating experiences from your desires, not the desires of other people. Change your self-perception by becoming more acquainted with what you enjoy. What do you enjoy? Do you even know? And please, you may not enjoy what you enjoyed 10 years ago, 15 years ago, or even five years ago. This is why we have to keep discovering ourselves over and over and over got to shift or change that self-perception, all right? And then connect. Connect with individuals that are of like mind. <sighs> Wrapping this all up, I just want you all to learn to enjoy life by doing what makes you happy. Simply stated, right? And guess what? That's Kennedy's, my grandbaby's favorite line. It's okay that what makes you happy is not someone else's cup of tea. Because the reality of all of this is this right here. Listen to me. If everyone would just start doing more of what makes them happy, hear me out. We won't have time to judge someone else's path of happiness. Full stop. We're just going to put it. We're going to put a period behind that. Yes. All right, fam. Now I want you to go sip on your favorite beverage. 
and take all of this in because I know it was a lot, especially if you've been struggling with just living out your own happiness. And I want you to take it in because I know that you deserve to enjoy your life and be fulfilled in every way. Can we do that? Let's work on that. Yeah. Don't forget those three C's. All right. Create, change, connect. Y'all have a great one.